0: I'm your host, Justin, and this is Impersonation Level 2. Hello and welcome. So after a little bit of feedback on the Facebook page, as well as a couple of corresponding emails with one of the listeners, the two things that people were interested most in creating new characters was either to create an Aliff character or to create a Submundo. And due to some of the emails, I decided to go ahead and focus on Submundo, I was originally gonna make two characters for this episode but I'm gonna keep it to one for today and that's because I'm gonna go in a little bit more detail than I originally had planned so the way we're gonna do this is the character is gonna be rolled up and then we are going to roll everything random just like you normally would the only time I'm going to spend one of the career points is when we Um, well one of the life path points is when we get to the basic career table because normally to become part of submundo you'd have to roll a 19 or 20 on the faction table then roll the second faction career table and get a six to get submundo and then you're one of five different classes now i actually had that happen in the campaign that i ran at the beginning of this podcast Uh, one of the characters actually did have their character i uh, sorry, one of the players had their character roll submundo on the career table. If your GM is willing to let you do it, you can just simply pick it by spending one of your life points. So that's what we're going to do in this scenario. Everything else we're going to keep random for the sole reason of... How to come up with your background story for your character, how your character got to where they are, um, what they did beforehand, where they plan to go, what their goals and agendas are. That's the whole point of this entire scenario. So, this is a lot to do for players because it should help you understand a little bit more about the lore and how to make your character fit and how to link all these, you know, random roles together and it should also be good for a gm because this can help you make background for notable npcs in just a few minutes you know you should be able to roll in this chart a few times get a little bit of background information let your imagination go wild write it down and boom now you have a new npc that's probably a little bit more detailed or if you had like i had in my campaign like the random you know character in mine it was Razul who was a you know old fat Yuan Yuan that was a little bit past his prime he became a fan favorite with all of my characters in the game and all the players so I had to roll up a quick background story for him and I and this is exactly what I did for him so we're gonna go down the list we're gonna roll everything out and then we're gonna see how it comes out so I'm just gonna roll and then we'll explain each one so we will start at the very beginning Um, Our birth host is just going to be a normal human. We're not going to go into aliens or LOST or any of that kind of stuff. So we roll our faction. All right, in this case, I got a 20. So defection, roll again twice. All right, so we get a 18, which is 012, and a 15, which is a mercenary. So we're going to say that they are part of a... You know, we'll make it hard. We'll say it's an part of a defection of O12 okay so what that means is our character is born to people who defected out of O12 now O12 is a major thing within the Infinity universe if you've read the books if you read the lore um, in fact most of this game assumes that your characters are part of O12 so now we know the basics okay this character is born to parents who are former 0 012 that's fine uh, this gives us the education and persuasion skills or persuade skills so this sounds like we might have some kind of smart talking type character um but like i said since they are part of somebody who left from 0 012 this actually works out pretty well for us because we're going to be submundo later anyways and we already know that so I think that's like a, yeah, it might be a little bit hard, but it's a good step. So now we'll go ahead and roll on the Homeland table. Uh, I got an 18. So concilium. So we speak German. We have Intelligence, Personality, and Persuade. So again, it looks like we have a very talkative, maybe a face type character so far. So that's always good to have. Uh, we're not going to worry about the additional languages stuff like that for now so we're just going to go ahead and go on to the next one which is status so now we roll to find out what our social status was when we were growing up so we got a three and a one so four um, ooh this is bad um, Demigrant so we were not very rich growing up we were we were very poor. Um, not quite underclass, but we were not very rich. So we get two earnings, which isn't the greatest, uh, but it's an okay start. It's not bad. I mean, it kind of goes with our background story so far. Our parents were poor because they probably ditched out of O-12. Uh, the home environment table, I got a four. A four is rebellious. So we get awareness and pilot. So that's not bad. I mean, that's, that's a fairly good start. Um... You know, maybe we've got kind of a Han solo type character going on here maybe a smuggler or something you know he's got a lot of personality he's got a lot of persuasion he's a pretty good pilot he has a lot of awareness um, so that's not bad that's you know that's that's a pretty good start so far kind of makes sense given our our family history so now we'll go on to the youth event what happened during our youth to make us get to this point so we get an 11 11 is discovered okay we discovered something what was it it was a two we discovered a family secret okay so this plays really really well in fact i'm going to go over a couple of these to kind of explain the character more because right now everything seems to be fitting perfectly with our background story so we discovered a family secret that's the one that we're going to officially go with uh in this case i'm going to say our youth event was that when the character was younger he stumbled upon maybe a hidden cache of weapons and ID badges maybe forged passports uh things that would link his parents to O12 and he found this secret out he discovered it Um, given that we had kind of a rebellious home environment maybe our character kind of took that and you know, maybe threatened his dad or his mom to tell the authorities if they didn't let him stay out late or something like that, right? Because it's a rebellious character. It's a family secret. Now, we can go through all kinds of ranges with this, right? Family secret, just right off the bat, is always something that's great to roll because it gives you a whole breadth of ideas and things that you can do. The family secret could have nothing to do with the 012 portion of our family history, right? You know, maybe our character still doesn't know that his parents used to work for 0 Maybe the family secret is that um, his father has been stealing money from his work for years. And that's what's been keeping him afloat. Maybe his dad has a really crappy manual labor job, but he found a way to work the system and has been stealing money. And our character just found out about it because he was trying to steal money out of his mom's purse or something, right? Because he's rebellious. He's, he's doing things to rebel and get back at his parents or they kind of stand out on his own type of thing so that's another example you can have um so family secret is is something that you should always play with in our case we're going to say that he discovers a lockbox full of information that links his parents to 0 012. now we're going to roll again and we're going to keep rolling until we get something completely different right and then we're going to go with that but we're going to go back to the family secret is our official one so we roll a six and a five so a six and a five is a scandal so in the youth our character had some kind of scandal um maybe he knocked up a rich person's daughter um yeah well that's we're assuming that our, our character is male for right now Uh, So maybe he uh, saw his parents do something that he wasn't sure about. You know, maybe his parents actually were working for a political campaign for one of the local politicians, and they embezzled money to help that. Or maybe they beat up some people, and it got on the news, and his parents are a part of it. Maybe they didn't actually beat up the people. You know, maybe they're immigrants or something because they support a um you know like a politician who's a total against immigration and there's a hate crime that happens and you know it's the fact that he discovers it that oh no actually this is he's involved in so scratch that so he was involved in this scandal so if it was a hate crime maybe he was sitting in the car when his parents beat somebody up um it could be that his father was having an affair with somebody important and he found out about it and since it says you're involved in it it doesn't necessarily say that it comes to light just that you were involved in the scandal so in this case he could be involved in the fact that his dad went had an affair he found out about it and has he told his mom i You know that that's up to the player yes no maybe maybe the mom is the one who had the affair and vice versa so the scandal portion of it is i think a little bit more restricting and the fact that you're actually involved in it um can kind of lead to a couple different types of uh, interpretations right so we've gone over the interpretation of that as being he was involved in something that's kind of a bystander what if he was the one who caused the scandal right Like I said earlier, maybe he knocked up some rich guy's kid or something that causes a scandal, he gets kicked out of school. Maybe he beat up some bullies at school sticking up for another kid and got kicked out. You know, that would go with the rebellious background, you know, he's a rebel, maybe he saw someone getting bullied, he didn't want to stand for it gets into a fight, you know, whether win or lose doesn't matter. He still gets expelled, but it's a big scandal because, you know, maybe one of the kids he beat up was somebody's important kid. Or, you know, maybe he beat him up a little bit too hard or maybe he got beat up a little bit too bad. You know, maybe our character is the one who ended up in the hospital and that's part of the scandal. So always kind of think of those different things whenever you roll on this chart, right? Just think of, like, if my character was on the six o'clock news for what happened, or if he was on a late night drama TV show, what would happen, right? You know, like the original one of discovering a family secret, finding out his parents used to work for O-12, that's something straight out of, you know, a late night drama show, you know, spies among us or something like that you know oh we're spies living in america and nobody knows and our kid found out oh no you know how do the parents react to that in this case we're gonna say that he never told his parents he found the information he found out they used to work for 0 012 maybe he found you know some passports stuff like that and stash money things but he never told anyone he just Put it away, put it back under the floorboard or wherever it was hidden and went on. So that's what we're going to go with as as our youth event. So next we're going to go to his education. So the education was in 18, which is orbital training. Okay, so he was in an orbital training. That's pretty interesting. Um, Let's see. Let's go ahead and roll on the education Ben, oh, we don't roll on benefits. So, what do our benefits give us? It gives us intelligence, awareness, personality, lifestyle, resistance, and tech. So, you know what? I'm going to say that because his parents used to work for O12, right, which is an alif organization. He found out about it when he was younger. He never told them. They were always dirt poor. But there's only so long you can live off the grid with Aliff, right? He watches everything. Aliff is everywhere. He knows everything. Well, it knows everything. So let's say that for our orbital training, his family actually moved to a Corrigidor station, which is the Nomads. Because, you know, if you're former O-12, you're trying to get away from Aliff, where would you go? Yeah, you know, one of the suggestions they have on here is a curricular station education. We're going to say that his parents were poor, which they were given our background, and they weren't able to sustain their living because they were always on the run from Alyph. So they go the one place where Alyph doesn't reach, and that is the nomads. That his parents probably are still poor because that's our background, right? Which fits with Corregidor because majority of Corregidor are manual laborers. They're miners. They, you know, do guard duty. They're very manual labor people. That's what they do. So this makes sense for his parents to flee there, and that's why his education was at this orbital training with Corregidor. So that's what we're gonna go with. So now, what we've got so far is we've got this character, who. Hasn't had a totally eventful life as far as he's concerned, right? Because he's still a little kid, you know. Because because we're not even adolescent yet. This is still youth. So this is you know before he's a teenager, that kind of thing. Um, and because of that, he is still kind of oblivious to a lot of the changes. So if you if you ever moved when you were a kid, you'll have fond memories of where you lived before. Maybe a few friends that kind of random thing and then your memories kind of pick up a little bit more the older you get so we're gonna say up to this point he probably doesn't remember all that much from anything before the corregidor station not that he's forgot it or he has amnesia or any crap like that you know just natural evolution of growing up he probably had friends all of that is kind of meaningless when making the character right unless you really want some you know random childhood friend to pop up again for whatever reason you know there's no reason to actually fill that information out it's not necessary Uh, You could just say that your character and his family were on the run. They were formerly 012. They were hiding out from Alif. They did it for a number of years. He bounced from school to school. And then eventually he settled in an orbital station for Corregidor with his family where his parents were, you know, maybe his dad was a secretary. His mom was a minor or vice versa or whatever you know and so that's where his education really began that's where he most of his friends are going to be from most of the relationships he's going to have as he got older are going to be from this section so now we're going to roll on his adolescent table right so we get a two two says to roll from adolescent event table one so we roll on that we get an 11. Now, 11 is you got mixed up with the wrong people and were involved in a serious crime. Okay, this suggested character trait is a criminal record. The fallout is that we spent five years in jail before starting our first career. And we gain a criminal record, see page 54. Okay, so this is starting to turn out um, fairly well for us given the background that we got, right? So, our character got mixed up with the wrong people. Since he lives on a Corrigidor station, this makes perfect sense. There really isn't a need to explain this. Uh, Corregidor is all about the rebellious nomads, you know, fight the power, stop Ayla from mind-controlling everybody, that kind of thing. And, lo and behold, he somehow fell in the wrong crowd. You know, that's perfectly understandable. We're going to say that in this game... Um, There is all types of Submundo. Submundo is just kind of a catch-all for any type of faction or group. This can be street gangs. They can be corporations. They can be radicalist groups. All of that kind of stuff. So we're going to say that our character got his start because he spent five years in jail that he was in a local Corregidor gang. You know, like maybe with some Jaguars or something like that. He got into a major fight with another gang and this is where we can decide the morality of our character at a young age right is our character the type of person that maybe murdered somebody else in this gang fight if he did was it in self defense was it in cold-blooded murder did he like it did he not like it that would be like a way to get a grounding of the character the straight facts of what is the moral core of this character so far all we really have is that he moved around a lot he discovered a secret when he was a little kid that his parents used to work for 0 012 maybe he finally understands that now that he's older right you know maybe now that he's in adolescence he finally understands what that secret is but he's kept it close to heart he's never actually told his parents that he ever found that box or that he knows what they used to do or why they moved so much things like that right if you keep that kind of stuff in when you're an adolescent you're going to lash out you're going to find ways to cope with that secret and deal with it and that could be a violent way that could be a quiet way you know we don't have to go the route of violence with this either because we are making a submundo it makes sense to go with the route of violence right he's going to be in a criminal organization violence is prevalent in criminal organizations so this makes perfect sense but we could just say that our character is probably a good guy right You know maybe he just fell in with the wrong crowd he wanted to be accepted he was probably quiet kept to himself and he fell in with this local gang maybe the local gang robbed a store or something like that and stole a couple cars or maybe they they stole a truck full of supplies that were meant for corregidor right so now you have them stealing, like, military stuff. And maybe our character didn't do anything with that. Maybe he was just the lookout, you know. Maybe he just stood on the corner and whistled or yelled the moment he saw, you know, the mobile regatta show up or riot girls show up or the Aglacile police force or something like that, right? So we can go either way with this, okay? We can go with the fact that our character is either A, morally flexible or... Or B, is really strict on his morals, you know? And there's always option C of maybe he has no morals whatsoever. In this particular case, we're going to go in the middle. We're going to say he's morally flexible, okay? Because he got five years in jail, in Corregidor jail, it's got to be a fairly serious crime. So we're going to say that he was a member of a gang. He wasn't a leader. He wasn't anyone that really stood out. They got into a, a gang fight after school or something and during that gang fight one of his friends shot and killed somebody from the other gang it was caught on video and they all got arrested we can say that our character maybe because he's morally flexible but he's not really evil but he's not really good looking into his own interests maybe he not necessarily sells out his friend but collaborates the police the story enough that his friend does maybe 10 years or something right so that he gets a reduced sentence so our sentence gets reduced down to like five years okay spend five years in jail now being in jail is a major turning point in somebody's life so we're gonna say that during that time in jail a lot of things happen to him right we're gonna say that his friend wasn't overly hurt by what happened so he got to stay with his clique and his gang and everything once he was in jail in fact we're going to say that his gang is actually maybe a wannabe gang of jaguars like they want to be jaguars when they get older they're still kids we're still an adolescent so we're probably in like a juvenile hall jail not necessarily you know a a full-on prison type of situation so in jail he probably got a little bit more streetwise given our Um, background so far right up to this point we know that our character is a good talker we know that our character um can speak german and probably a couple other languages you know in this case it'd probably be really good to speak spanish or something along those lines right given that we live with corregidor and everything we're saying that he still kept his family secret at heart he's never shared that with anybody that kind of thing okay and we're just going to go with the fact that since he's rebellious fitting into a gang sounds about right. You know, he grew up poor, he got his education, he rolled with some gangs, went to jail. And during that time we're going to say that he never became a leader of the gang in the jail, but maybe he was like the right hand man or like a two down or something. Right? So he did his time in jail probably had no instances since we got out in five years right we, we already decided that we got a reduced sentence for collaborating the story about his friend shooting the other gang member maybe his friend was actually really proud of that you know maybe he gets a teardrop tattoo on his face or something along those lines and so they stay and remain friends okay so this is an opportunity that we have for a sub character where we now have a another character that could be a contact four r's right so let's say this guy's name is julio so now we can write that into our background story you know during the years in jail with his friend julio they ran the local cigarette cartel or something right or they ran underground games at night or maybe they just locked down the weight yard maybe our characters spend a little bit of time lifting weights and we can justify spending a couple life path points into increasing stats for like physical abilities or buying martial arts skills things like that so all those kind of things are parts of our background story that would justify spending life path points into getting stuff that you normally would not have had okay and we have a criminal record so, we'll, we'll kind of get over that um, and explain what that does in a little bit. Okay? So, next, we'd roll on the basic career table. Now, we had to wait five years longer than we did for getting our first career. So, our character is going to be a little bit older than the rest of the people in the group on most occasions. Okay, we rolled a five, which is technician. Okay? Um, going down to career... Uh, criminal record it says that some careers we cannot take like police we can't be a police officer unless we spend a life point right um we if criminal record is gained during a career phase you must immediately attempt a hazard test for your current career if you fail the hazard test you are also fired so if we had got criminal right now that would have been a problem for us because we already had a criminal record and then we roll criminal we could have had something very bad happen in this case we got technician so maybe when we were in jail we took some of the courses to help us gain skills so that we could get a job once we got released from jail and again we have another um situation where we can kind of adjust the morality of our character right at this point we can say that our character had decided that once he got out of jail he was going to turn his life around he was going to go on the straight and narrow so he started taking classes within jail to become a career technician okay he wanted to get out of it and be a technician now because we're going to go with submundo for our for our faction career we're not going to use technician Okay, normally we would just take technician and then we'd go from there. But like I said earlier, this is where we're going to use our one life path point. We're going to say that we have gone into Submundo. So now we're going to roll to see what our career in Submundo was. What happened to us when we got out of jail? What did we become? A five. A five says that we were a bodyguard. Okay, so this is something that is... A little bit more difficult to explain about our character but we can do this right our character started out smart he had a good education he was on a corregidor station he's able to keep secrets he's morally flexible now that we know that he was a bodyguard for a subundo group after he got out of jail we have to decide how that happened and this makes a little bit of sense because we can say you know what when he was in jail and he was with his friend Julio, they both got noticed by the actual Jaguars, or he, they got noticed by a cartel within the prison, you know. And we can fully make up names for this at this point, right? You could go and research Corregidor and find out what the major gangs are, what the major submundo factions are, or you can just make up your own and say that he's part of that. So we're going to say that we are part of the Cortez family, okay? So now, what we do is we just combine these things. We have our career. We have how we got there. It was in jail, right? That's where we probably started lifting weights. It's where we probably got into a lot of fights. We definitely weren't the boss. Maybe we were Julio's bodyguard. That's how this whole thing started. Maybe Julio is not really good at fighting, but we were. And if you look at the bodyguard stats, you still get plus two to intelligence, plus one to will, you get plus one to coordination, plus two to brawl, plus two to awareness, plus two to agility. So that makes us a very flexible character. We're already a little bit of a, a talker because we have persuade and everything else, right? Now we've got. All these close combat stats we have all these things that make sense for why we'd be a bodyguard and getting these while in prison makes perfect sense we go to jail as an adolescence we probably lift weights and get into a lot of fights so that's why we have you know all these stats and physical things we have a few points in intelligence because we have to keep a lookout for rival gangs because you know who knows when somebody might try to stab julio or something like that so now we've got a pretty concrete background of this character in his Submundo faction, okay? And from there, we would go into picking skills and deciding what we want. And this is something that I'm not going to do at this time, mainly because we don't know what kind of character we're building, and I'm not gonna just flush out an entire character. We're, we're just going to the life path system to explain what we do. So we're just gonna pick some basic things, okay? now if we look at bodyguard we know that we have all these physical abilities so we're probably going to want physical skills the skills that we get that are mandatory are observation close combat ballistics and then elective we can get lifestyle pilot and discipline now we already have pilot so we'll probably go with discipline we're going to say that our character was very disciplined in jail he toughened up he used to be rebellious now he's all business right he goes into the situation he scans the room he observes everything that's going on he's really good in close combat he's good with ballistics and Once he got out of jail, he immediately became the bodyguard from somebody else in the Cortez family. We'll say like maybe a low-level lieutenant or something. So he probably goes along on trips. He probably has a sidearm. And that's what gives us our gear. So our starting gear is going to be multispectral visor level one, a high-fashion clothing set, a ballistics vest, and a heavy pistol with three standard um, reloads. So we've already got a really good start. We've got nice clothes. We've got MSV-1, we've got a heavy pistol, and we've got a little bit of armor with a ballistics vest. So we kind of already know what this character looks like. He's probably clean-shaven. He probably spends a lot of money on a haircut. He probably is a type of person that gets manicures. He probably worries about his skin a bit. You know, maybe he loads up on skincare products things like that cuz he wants to look good. He wants to look like somebody who is the bodyguard of somebody important. If you ever look at celebrities and people in real life who are famous and their bodyguards, they always have the sharp suit on with the little, you know, the little thing in their ear and their gun is hidden under their coat and all of that kind of stuff. So that's pretty much what our character looks like. But he's still at a heart at at his heart he's still this thug who came from this gang but he's learned to sharpen his skills he's learned to play the game now you know he's still kept the secret of his family this whole time and he's trying to work his way up in the cortez family now being the bodyguard for this lieutenant and we already have a good image of him we already have an idea of what he's like what his personality might be like you know, we, we know that he's morally flexible, so he's probably somebody who uses profanity on a regular basis, but at the same time, he's probably very respectful of people above him. He's, he's grown up with that hierarchy, right? He used to be rebellious. He probably still is in some cases. You know, maybe he doesn't like the lieutenant he works for or thinks he could do a better job, or maybe he's just writing it out so that he can get more power and can, you know, Take a little piece of the pie for himself so now we've got this very mafioso style character who is with a submundo faction so our little mafia wannabe character is already started so the skills that we're going to take are the ones that are listed and we're going to put our points into however you want to build the character at this point do you want to make him focus on ballistics is he really good with that heavy pistol does he have quick draw and speed loader can you do clear shot through and through you know those kind of things is he a marksman with it so that's something that you can decide now with how you want to build your character and this is when you would probably talk with the rest of the people in the group and see, you know, what they're doing. If you already got someone who's going to be a marksman and has a host of different ballistic weapons, things like that, maybe you should specialize in close combat, right? You know, we can get martial artists and go to maybe deflection or combat specialists or even quick draw and get a couple melee weapons in the beginning using your, your lifestyle funds. Uh, and just building them that way you know, Making them more melee focused Or if, if you have all of that already And you just don't want to do combat at all You can literally just kind of Focus into observation and maybe Pilot and things like And maybe dump some more into Persuade And be the face of the group You could be the driver of the group You could be the um, You know just the Guy who sits off to the side And notices every freaking Detail about everything you, know, you could dump all of your points into observation and so on and so forth so that's how you would flush out the character in the end so just a rehash our character is at this point probably in his late 20s early 30s um, we only rolled on the career table once and that's just so we can get a idea of how to roll them out that kind of thing in the future i'll probably roll multiple times i'll definitely do that for the host just so that we can get a little bit more of a fleshed out character but i figured one time is fine for this because our character did do some time in jail so he already had five years in jail i don't think there's any reason to add more career because we already have an idea of what this character is and what his stats are and how we're going to play him he still knows that his parents used to be 012. They're not anymore, which means he is still on Alef's list, which will make it interesting if he shows up in places that are not controlled by Corregidor or the Nomads. So that gives a lot of information for the GM. You know, maybe when they run his ID, they're like, "Wait a minute, you are the kid of some traitors. We need to take you in for questioning." You know, that could cause problems for the group. Maybe it never comes up. That's totally up to you, the GM. You know, this gives us a good plot line for the character, though. And no matter what else we may do, as far as career-wise goes, it doesn't matter what the career is, except for maybe if you really, really, really wanted to go police officer, that you would need a lot of explanation. Because almost every other career you could possibly roll would fit in with the idea of this character, right? He got out, he went to jail, he toughened up, he made some friends, he got out of jail, he joined a local cartel, that is nomad based it probably focuses on lower end stuff like drug trafficking maybe protection money those kind of things and that's about it probably nothing amazing or over the top now we could advance the career again if we wanted to into criminal but we have a criminal record so we have to be careful of that Because that could cause problems for us. We could roll again and maybe get something like Technician, like we got earlier. And that really doesn't change the way that our character is portrayed, right? You could say that, oh, well, maybe he went the straight and narrow afterwards and became a legitimate technician. That's probably not the case. Given the fact that he works for a Submundo faction and they. Maybe smuggled drugs and you know, low-level racketeering or gambling, maybe prostitution stuff like that. Most likely, he has picked up things throughout the years. One being a bodyguard, you know. Maybe he's learned to look for mines. Maybe he's looked to. He's been able to check cars really, really well to make sure there isn't explosives on them. Uh, even in technician, one of the mandatory skills is pilot. So maybe he's the bodyguard slash driver for the person he's protecting right even tech and hacking maybe he decided to dabble in a lot of a little bit of hacking while he's the bodyguard for this Cortez guy maybe they fight other gangs off and on over territory disputes and he tries to hack their local computers after they've beat them you know that kind of thing so these are all things that you can take into consideration when making the character but I really think the first career is kind of what defines the character itself you know like I said you would still have a few life points to play around with to get more things um, change a few of your your abilities or maybe change the way you want to focus that kind of thing and this is how you would connect all that together you know we've done random roles we've made a fairly detailed character you know we have this npc or player that started out as an infant with his family on the run found out that they were on the run when he was probably 10 or 11 years old never told anybody so he can keep a secret because he hasn't told that secret to anybody his entire life so we know that he's trustworthy he can keep a secret if he needs to which is probably why he succeeded so much within the submundo faction okay then his family gets out of a list control moves to a nomad controlled area at a Corregidor station that's where he goes to school makes friends gets into a local gang has some trouble goes to jail becomes the bodyguard of his friend julio while he's in jail and that gets him a little bit of attention he picks up a lot of skills he learns how to fight both you know hand to hand and with guns now the guns is a little bit harder to explain when he's in jail but because this is the future we can always say that maybe he learned how to make one-shot nail guns or something you know maybe they steal some compressed air he's able to rig it into a tube put a nail in there or maybe metal shavings and has like a little mini flat gun or something right And those are things that we can say that that's how he developed those skills and if we rolled again and got technician maybe he really did create little guns and stuff when he was in jail which would explain his ballistic skill and it would explain why he became a technician after becoming a bodyguard for a while he gets out of jail he starts working for the Cortez family because of connections he made in jail because the best place to meet criminals is prison where there's nothing but criminals so he becomes the bodyguard for a Cortez family lieutenant and he does that for a few years and then that's when you're totally up to whether you want to roll another career or use your life points for something else or just leave it at that and just let the GM know that hey this is what my character is doing and then when everyone else gets their background story you can explain either why he left or that he's still with it maybe somebody else rolls and gets submundo and decides that they're the lieutenant for that cortez family that you're the bodyguard for so then you have you know two characters that are intertwined maybe the other characters all roll i mean all the other players roll characters that have matching skills and your character is working on behalf of his submundo faction you know because the idea with this is that you're staying in the submundo faction and you can do that while still having a lot of freedom with your character. The family could send you out to maybe join a mercenary group or maybe you get approached by O12 and they want you to turn sleeper agent. You know, maybe they come up and they say hey listen, unless you want your parents to go to jail you should start working for us and 012 starts holding this over him so now he could do you know the character can do almost anything but behind the scenes with the wilderness of mirrors and all that stuff he could be working with the gm and the gm could be giving him secret tasks every time you guys play that are things like get a recording of all the players finding a crime you know things like that and maybe when uh, your players do something weird and or criminal and they get caught maybe somehow this submundo character is able to get them out of it and you know maybe he's like oh well I have friends and family that are high up that threaten lawyers and that's what got us out of it and in reality it's just because he met his contacts with o12 and they said okay well we'll make up a quick story to get you and your friends out of jail so that you can go back to feeding us information right so this gives us a whole breath of of tasks and things that we can come up with for this character and on really we've already kind of defined the character all you really need to do at this point is give it him a personality and pick his skills because that's going to determine how he is if you pick a lot of close combat he's probably either going to be silent ninja type or very loud brawly type those kind of things and you can pretty much play the character however you want so i hope this session has been helpful i plan to do the next one with a and try to explain that a little bit i've been thinking about starting with a lost body so that you can kind of get an idea of how that could work into a normal group of characters in most cases it will not be that hard because a lot of times your character are supposed to be 012 agents anyways and that's all a lift type style so that should be fine but i think the Submundo really gives you a wide variety of backgrounds and ways that you can make things happen so if this has been helpful please let me know if you didn't find any of this useful please let me know on facebook or email and i will try to find some way to kind of clean it up a little bit better and maybe focus a little bit more on the creation of the character and not just how we link everything together and how we made this character Okay, so thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed it. I will be back again next month, hopefully, with the ALIF one. And until then, remember to have fun.